0: Hey, welcome into the Down the Road podcast covering your Lakeland Magic. I'm Nick Grunowitz, voice of your Lakeland Magic. and It's great to be back for another season. If you're listening to us, you probably know that we are set for a single site G League season starting in February. And the Lakeland Magic are one of the many teams headed to Walt Disney World. Today on the show... We have Anthony Parker, the general manager of the Lakeland Magic, on to catch up and figure out what it's going to look like when they finally head to training camp, how the draft went, and what the season's going to look like inside the bowl. But first, hey, Lakeland Magic fans, next time you want to explore all the things to see and do close to home, make sure you go to www.visitcentralflorida.org. County is home to incredible outdoor activities, sensational dining, and has incredible world-class attractions, including Legoland, Florida Resort, Safari Wilderness, and Bok Tower Gardens. This and much more await you right here in our sweet backyard. So follow your fandom to visit centralflorida.org and discover why Florida's sweetest spot will be your family's favorite. Now, let's get to the general manager of the Lakeland Magic. Here's my conversation with Anthony Parker. AP, it's, it's great to be back here on the podcast after a little bit of an absence. It's great to know that we're going to have a NBA G League season. How you doing, AP?
1: I'm doing well now. Like like you said, we we didn't know which way this was going to go for so long. And so to finally kind of be in the process of getting into the bubble and, and starting to play some games is uh, it's a lot of fun. I'm, and we're excited and we're looking forward to it.
0: So talk me through a little bit. um, Let's start just with your offseason, because the last time we talked, um, the Orlando Magic were headed into the bubble. We talked a little bit about what the, uh, you know, the scouting was like for you and what the offseason was like. So I guess since the end of the NBA bubble, uh, you know, it was not that long ago, actually. It feels like it was forever ago. What's the offseason been like you just from, I guess, a Lakeland Magic perspective? And, and I mean, even personally, I mean, how, what's it been like for you, I guess, since since we started to get things ramped back up?
1: Yeah, so it's um, <laughs> it's kind of been crazy. Uh, you, you come out of the draft and then, you know, you go into the season to the NBA season. Um, we had training camp and, and so we had three of our guys that are going to be on our roster this year. We had three of those guys in training camp with uh, Devin Kennedy. Robert Franks and John Teske. We added Jeff Doughton at the end. And um, then it's just kind of been a wait and see game. Uh, you know, we've had Zooms with the league. We've had Zooms internally and trying to prepare for the, the possibility of, of playing basketball again. What does it look like? Is it in market? Is it, is it in a bubble? And so it's really just been trying to um, make sure that we're ready for, and, and ready to pivot for whichever way this thing went. And uh, as we got closer, you know, we started to kind of get a feel for what it what it might look like in terms of a bubble, but there was nothing official. So uh, it's just been <laughs> it's been trying to keep uh, our our Orlando Magic uh, BOP staff involved and and kind of up to date as to the latest, and then um, our Lakeland Magic staff as well. So. It's been a great process uh, and, and, you know, I'm so happy to get our staff back together and, and to see what this roster can do in, in the bubble.
0: How many text messages have you gotten that are basically what's going on or are we playing? How many of those text messages, emails, calls have you gotten during this process?
1: I, I don't even know. It's, it's, you know, I think everyone had the same questions, uh, even around the G League, GMs reaching out to each other, uh, agents, you know, some some people know more than others. And so you're always fishing around trying to see who knows what what's rumor, what's real, um, even even back and forth with uh, people in, in the league office uh, in the G League. It's, you know, it's been a process. And, and, you know, you just really understand how much goes into this, you know, how, how much of the planning, all of the moving parts and, and how fluid of the situation has been up until the last minute
0: how do you stay engaged? Uh, Because I would imagine that, well, I think we all went, we all went through this last summer when we didn't know if the NBA was going to be back. I think some people didn't know whether or not, you know, their, their place of work was going to be back. And it's very easy kind of just to shut it down. How did you stay engaged And I'm sure keep looking at guys that may or may not be available, kind of keep a short list of players. If there was a draft or something, Uh, how, what was that like for you?
1: Well, Matt Lloyd uh, always, always has told us that, you know, 99% 99% of what we do is just preparation for the 1% that that it matters. And so that was kind of our mindset. Uh, Tunji, myself, Trent, all of our staff, um, you know, in the off season, our, our goal was to stay ready. And, and the good thing is a lot of what we do to prepare for Lakeland is what we naturally do uh, during the draft process and things for, for Orlando. Uh, free agency, all of these things, the emergency list we come up with. You know, it helps. It helps when we when we try to shape the the Lakeland roster. So that's what we did. We just kept plugging away. We kept looking at guys. We you know we wanted to stay on top of um, of the list that we have and and who we liked uh, for for the for the possibility of you know there being a season and, and us having to put a put a roster together. And you know, it's not easy. It's not easy not knowing you know what what's around the corner. But you know, Tunji and Trent did an amazing job this summer. We just met. You know, I. I think we met every week at least we had a zoom call every week to discuss the list of players um, and and rank the, the G League last year by position you know a, a lot went into this and I think we we got better as as scouts and, and what we like what we don't like what we think meshes and and then having to pivot you know this G League's crazy like you, you might like a guy but it the chips fall and, and he doesn't end up with you and you have to you know continue to kind of make make it make sense so but we had fun. We had fun. We got to know each other um, better <laughs> after seeing everybody in every week on on Zoom calls. Uh, but but I'm really happy with with the process, and, and I'm happy with the results so
0: far. That's awesome. Anthony Parker, GM of the Lakeland Magic, is uh, with us. Um, we're going to get to the roster in just a minute, though. You guys, you guys, in terms of G League experience, you guys cleaned up, uh, it looks like. I mean, there are a ton of guys that we've either seen come into Lakeland or, of course, are are returning to this team so um I I guess at what point in time AP did the conversations really did you really start to think okay this is real we're gonna play um you know that there were rumors about playing in a bubble first that bubble. by the way the the rumor was first that it was Atlanta and then slowly it became a little bit more realistic that it was at Disney I guess at what point in time did you think okay you know we're, we're gonna play we're gonna play G League basketball this year
1: you know, I don't know the point, uh, because one of the things that that happened is, is there was a hesitancy to, to make an official announcement by the league until they knew everything was lined up and, and ready to go. So it really was, you know, the last minute that they made the announcement. But as we started to have more league Zoom calls, GM Zoom calls, president Zoom calls, you know, it felt like the possibility was was better than than 5050, I would say at some point in December. So like early December, late November, something around then, it just it started to feel like, okay, this has momentum. And, and it looks like unless something drastic happens, it looks like there's, there's going to be a, some sort of a season. Now, what it looked like, how long it was, how many games, all of those things were still kind of fluid and, and we didn't really know. But we knew that, you know, it would likely be a bubble. And like you said, we thought it was going to be Atlanta uh and then orlando started kind of coming into the picture but we didn't know where in orlando and then you know last last week or so you know disney kind of became the 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 target and the chatter and everyone was kind of saying that that was the likely place and and you know obviously that's that's good for lakeland because we don't have far to go
0: no no i know you guys nice nice easy trip for you just like it was for the orlando magic when uh when they went to the bubble. Uh so uh it's going to be played at ESPN's Wide World of Sports. 18 teams are going to play. Uh, were you were you surprised, I guess, that some organizations did not send their teams? Like I, I know that it was a quick turnaround for for some of the teams that played in the NBA bubble. Uh were you surprised that not every team is going to be there?
1: No, I actually with with the amount that goes into this, the investment, um, both energy and capital, you know, I, I think it's it's amazing that we had as many teams as we did um, and and I was so happy and proud. I mean, it says a lot about the Orlando magic and, and the support that we have uh, in Lakeland from the Orlando magic, from the top down, from, from the DeVos family to Alex Martins to Jeff and everybody in, in our organization has really supported Lakeland. And, you know, there's no greater evidence than this that we opted in and that, you know, the full weight of the Orlando magic is behind this. And, and so, I'm very proud of, of how we've always done things and, and, you know, we continue to do it the right way and, you know, hopefully, you know, the investment is, is worth it. And, and I'm excited about it. I think it, I think it will be, I think, I know Jeff's excited about it and really all, all of our our guys in Orlando, you know, are focused on Lakeland and and are in on what's going on and have had a hand in, you know, things along the way and, and even the roster taking shape.
0: Yeah, we had Matt Lloyd on the uh, on the podcast just before, or was it just before or just after? No, just before the bubble. Uh, Matt Lloyd's one of my one of my favorite people to talk to actually and uh, you can tell how much this organization values the G League values the Lakeland Magic and and as you said you can see it with uh, with the investment that they're making here. So uh, what 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 are, you, what are we going to see here, AP? I mean, I know that we're, you know, they're headed to Disney. Uh, we've got 18 teams. Um, do you know any, are there any details you can share with us in terms of kind of what day-to-day life is going to be for you and for the players if they set your expectations at all?
1: Yeah, so I, I think day-to-day life um, could be very similar to what we saw in the NBA bubble in terms of, you know, everybody has to wear masks. You want to be careful. You want to, you know, Stay as distant as, as possible, but there will be interactions. There will, you know, we won't have to kind of stay quarantined off in our own little section. Um, and the league is is trying to do everything in its power to make this uh, a good experience because it's you know it's tough. It's tough as as we saw in the NBA bubble. It's it's not easy to kind of be isolated from your family and isolated from from the world really. And and we're going to be you know five weeks or so in in this bubble. And it's uh, it's going to be taxing physically, but but also mentally. So they're doing everything they can to to prepare for those kind kind of things that we saw with the NBA bubble. And um, as far as us, I I think this is going to be a a really competitive, a really competitive environment. You know, you've you all of these teams. A lot of the top teams have opted in, and you have kind of a concentration of talent because a lot of the the players that were on other teams are able to either kind of get assigned to, to teams that are in the bubble or through the, through the draft uh, be acquired by, by a lot of the teams that are in the bubble. So you're going to see a lot of competitiveness, a lot of talent, and it's just going to be so interesting with, you know, how, how much we have to quarantine prior to the bubble and then the kind of the quick ramp up uh, going to eight, eight or so days of practice and then games almost every other day for, for three weeks.
0: Yeah. So what's the timeline right now? I know as I'm talking to you, you're currently quarantining. Um, so you guys quarantine now and then you head to practice, like you said, and then you guys are going to go directly to the bubble.
1: Yeah. So so the way it goes right now is we arrived here yesterday, which was the 20th mm-hmm. and we will be here for a week uh, and then we will go into the bubble on the 27th. So as a team, we'll go in on the 27th. We have to right now we're in Orlando. We're uh, testing every day the guys are getting their physicals and then uh, the 27th will be in the bubble for four days. On that fourth day, we're going to test each of those days. And then the fourth day, if everything goes okay, we can start practicing. Um, so, which I think is the 31st is the first possible day of practice. And then we'll have practice from there until through the eighth. And and I think the ninth is the first possible day of game. So still waiting for the schedule to come out, but that's kind of the timeline. Um, uh, up to up to the first game and then I think I, I believe practice our playoffs are March 5th through the 9th so I think the 9th is the last possible day in the bubble but those days could slide a, a day or two either way but but I believe that's that's kind of where we're at
0: is uh is the full coaching staff going AP I, I mean of course everyone has has the opportunity to opt out we saw that you know during the NBA season uh Stan Heath gonna be back of course and and is, is, is everyone gonna be there
1: yeah, so we'll have our, our our full staff. We only have um, uh, two assistant coaches this year. Of course, we have Coach Heath, and we'll have uh, Joe Bear and and Johnny Taylor, and we'll have the the rest of the BOP staff for Lakeland uh, that that are going in. And so we're really fortunate that you know the the number is what it is. The, the league said they would allow t- up to twenty uh, people for each organization that includes players to to travel into the bubble. So we're able to get everybody in. And, and I just, you know, I want to shout out to our staff, man, because this has been a huge undertaking to to get ready for. And, you know, uh, Tunji has been incredible with the amount of hats he's had to wear uh, to, to get everything ready for this. Trent as well. Um, All of our staff, Mark, uh, our our athletic trainer, Mark Mahoney, uh, Hasib, Earl, like everybody has done an amazing job to help get us to this point. It is, it is huge. Even just to, you know, yesterday we had airport runs to pick up players. Multiple airport runs. We had rooms ready for guys with masks and wipes, and you know, um, everything set up for them when they came in. So the, the 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 check-in process was was super easy getting into the hotel. And so there's just so much that goes into this, both from the league and and each organization. And you know, you just you know, it's times like these that you really one of the, I always say one of the most important things we do is, is is hire the right people. And it's times like this that you really know that you have the right people around you and and so I I just want to shout them out real quick if that's okay Nick.
0: Yeah oh no I mean like listen uh, I'm right there with you this this team I've many people I've talked to have talked about the culture of this team talked about the coaching staff what you've done in Lakeland and how the Orlando Magic have wrapped their arms around this uh, this team and I think that's going to be a real advantage uh, for for you guys in the bubble because uh, and, and and maybe you, I mean, please speak to this if you can, AP. It's in the, well, three years, three years that we've been playing in Lakeland, it's always felt like the teams have really liked each other, and that that seems like it's really kind of a captain obvious statement. Of course, the team likes each other. It, that's not always true, and when you go into a bubble environment like this, the teams that kind of are closer, you're going to have to figure that out quickly, We, you know, they, they have a little bit of an advantage because of how much time you're spending together.
1: Yeah, well, the Orlando Magic, and the Lakeland magic way has always been, you know, we want to look at, at the best people and of the best people who are the best players. And that's what we've tried to take to, to Lakeland as well. And, you know, that I think you bring the, the right people in and, and the environment will be right. And, and so far we've been blessed. Um, You know, I, I love coming to work and working with the people in, in Lakeland with our staff in Lakeland and, and, and the players too, like the players we brought in have been, you know, great people. And and it's really, really, you know, I, I know a lot of people follow guys on Instagram and stuff. If you follow any of our former players, uh, staff on Instagram, you see, you know, players from year one, players from year two, players from year three, all kind of getting together and, and following each other and, and cheering each other on as they go on this journey. And so that's what this is all about. And, you know, I, I think the challenge for this year is usually we'll have training camp. We're all kind of together. We'll have team meetings. We'll do some fun outings, we'll have, we'll have a dinner, we'll go bowling. And all of those things that, you know, you can ha- kind of have those natural interactions that, that kind of build that, that culture and that trust that, that is so important to a team. Uh, and with COVID, we're kind of quarantined, isolated, you know, with contact tracing, we want to limit how many groups we have uh, of guys together. And so kind of have to be creative and, and try to manufacture those interactions um, going into the bubble that usually naturally, naturally happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I, I want to get to the roster here uh, in just a minute, but I'm going to ask an extremely trivial question, but it's something that, of course, would come up in my mind. Uh, what's the hotel situation, AP? Because that was a big conversation when the NBA went in there. Do you know where you guys are going to be staying yet?
1: Yes, we know. And I know the hotel we're staying in is going to be uh, one of the hotels that was used in the NBA bubble. So I think the accommodations are going to be very, very similar to, to what the NBA uh, had in terms of the hotel. Um, you know, obviously the NBA has a lot more, a lot more money uh-huh. than than what the G League has access to. So, you know, there's going to be some differences, but I think the league has done a great job. Um, you know, I, I couldn't be happier with it's a little different if, if the bubble was up north and you're not able to go outside as much and, and you're quarantined and you're kind of like trying to stay isolated a little bit. That's a little different than here in Orlando, you know, being able to go outside, being able to walk to the gym, being able to do things outside, you know. I think that makes a huge difference, and and so they've they've been able to give us a, a peek into some of the amenities and some of the things that we'll be able to do outside of basketball, but um I, I'm excited about it. I think it's you know it's definitely going to be a challenge, but but um I think the league has done everything in its power to to make it, to make it good and and um, an environment that that players can play, but also off the court you know feel healthy and feel good about it.
0: Yeah, that opportunity I think to go outside and kind of just just uh, I have a little bit of time to yourself or, you know, enjoy, enjoy outside is, you know, we we've all experienced that. That's, that's been a big deal throughout this. Uh, let's get to the roster a little bit, AP, because I, I look at, I look at this team and, and there's three returners. You've got Andrew Rousey, Justin Jackson coming back, Antonio Campbell coming back. Is this the most turnover you guys have had on a roster um, in, in the three years that we've been in Lakeland? It, it feels like it. If, if not, it's close.
1: Yeah, I think it's, I think it is the most turnover. Uh, You know, we we only have two players returning from last year's that ended the season with us last year, uh, Justin Jackson and and Andrew Rousey. And, you know, Justin was out most of last year um, and Rousey didn't even start the season with us last year, but he finished with us. And then we also have Antonio Campbell who was with us two, two seasons ago. So we have, we have three players that are, that are familiar and that have played in, in Lakeland, but, but yeah, other than that, you know, this is a completely new roster and, and that's why the G League is a challenge every year and, and it's something that I look forward to. It's fun to kind of go through that process, although nerve wracking and you know you kind of get stressed about certain things and, and needing to fill certain positions and needing certain types of players and, and you hope it works out, uh, but really happy with the, ro- the way the roster came together.
0: Uh, When you guys went through the draft, obviously, uh, you know, in the draft, you guys took Tajir McCall, who we've seen in Lakeland, DJ Hogue, who we've seen those guys both have G League experience, but I I just kind of want to talk about the talent pool this year, because there there was kind of a conversation that happened during the offseason that if there was a G League season, there would be a ton of talent, a buildup of talent, because not as many players either A, would be going overseas to play due to the pandemic, or B, could go overseas to play. Did you feel like there was just a a an abundance of talent this year available to play?
1: Oh no question, no question. I mean you know in addition to the guys that you know may would maybe would go overseas in a regular season that that stayed home or or anything else, but then you also have guys from other teams that 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 um signed in to play in the G League that that went through the NBA dra- that went through the G League draft. So. There was a lot more talent uh, in the draft this year than, than what we usually see. And it made it exciting. Um, and, you know, we, we were able to kind of acquire two top 10 picks. We started out with the, the 15th pick. And then, you know, through some, some maneuvers and some trades, we were able to get five and eight. And, and we got two players that we really, really like in, in Tajir McCall and in DJ Hogue. We've seen them up close. Uh, I told each of them that I really didn't like them very much, cause of, cause of how they played against us. Me either. Uh, but, we're, <laughs> but we're happy to have them on our our side as well. And another guy we acquired through a trade before the draft was Billy Garrett, uh, who's with Westchester uh, two years ago. And he was he was a player that I didn't like, but but loved how he played. I mean, you could just see his improvement and how well he uh, started to get and and you know on the court and you know he went overseas last year he was a guy that we liked uh, last year too and and so when the opportunity came to to trade for him you know we we jumped at it so we're happy with the guys that we have and and we think that you know we have a talented roster i think one of the one of the things is with the quick ramp up on the way that the this league is set up you know injuries is going to be a concern and so right now we're trying to do in this quarantine everything we can to make sure our guys bodies are right that they're they're do, working out in their rooms and and doing the stretches and you know, giving them some of the tools they they can to keep their bodies tip top because you know it's it's uh it's gonna be a challenging challenging thing to to go from kind of the quarantine to ramping up into to practice to to games every other day.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you put it that way about the roster. You have some certified magic killers on this roster, uh, and guys that uh, just like you. When I watched them play, I really didn't like them, and now that's the G League though. You have to kind of say, all right, well, the past is the past, and now they're on this team. Tajir McCall and, and, and Hogue played extremely well against us. Billy Garrett was part of that Westchester team that always gave us trouble. Um, Devin Kennedy, too, on that Long Island team. That, that I don't have to remind you what Long Island did to us. So um, I, I, I look at this roster, and, and what was it, I guess, about um, McCall and, and, and Hogue that, that you liked in particular, I guess, for Magic fans do tune in to watch? What, what are they going to like about these two guys?
1: Well, you, you've you seen our teams play. And, and I think one of the things we try to stress are, you know, we like team guys, you know, we, we love guys that put the team above anything else. And, you know, I, I think those are two guys that stood out to me that are team guys. And and you've seen them. The second thing about them is they both improved, which which shows that they love the game, that they work at it, and they're trying to get better. And And I think that's the other thing that we want to be about here in Lakeland is, you know, this is a developmental league from the staff through the players. We're all trying to get better. This is not, you know, the, the place where we want to end up. This is a stepping stone to something bigger and better. And so we want to have an environment where guys are trying to get better on and off the court. And those two, you know, really uh, embodied that. And, and I think we had a whole kind of at the wing spot. And we wanted to uh, to build this roster with a lot of versatility, with the possibility of injuries and stuff. Guys that can play down a position, can play up a position. And you know Taj is a guy that can play at the wing. I think he can guard all the way up to the four, but he can also handle the ball and slide down to the two or the one. And uh, DJ as well, he's played at the wing. He has tremendous size. He's a great shooter, really skilled, uh, but he can also slide up to the four too. So I think this roster is built um, we have some shooting, we have some toughness, we have some playmakers, uh, we have some length, and, and I think the versatility on both ends of this roster is uh, is, is is really good.
0: Yeah, AP, let me uh, let let me ask you about the two-way guys. At least, uh, do you know whether or not those guys are going to be participating with you? Obviously, the Orlando Magic you're dealing with. Uh, a great deal of injuries. They finally got Evan Fournier. As so we're recording this, they got Evan Fournier back last night and Cole Anthony hit a buzzer beater to to snap a six-game skid. What a moment that was for Cole Anthony. But uh, do you know if you guys are going to have Mane and uh, and Jordan Bone?
1: So you know how, how fluid uh, mm-hmm. this environment is and anything can happen. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. I, I believe that the most likely person out of the two would be Mane. Uh, but again, you know, we, we just don't know until – Till we're there, and anything can happen, and <laughs> that's one of the things we learned about the G League is you got to be ready to pivot and and adapt to whatever the the situation is. So right now, I think Kareem will likely join us, um, but you know, no promises. We'll have to we'll have to wait and see.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Just got to make the best of it with the guys that you have. All right, AP, I'll get you out on this. You're you're quarantining right now. You guys are going to go to the bubble. Uh, Is there one, one entertainment thing? Are are you a card player? What, uh, what, what are you going to be doing just to kind of get your mind off of things during uh, your quarantine and during the bubble here?
1: Well, that was actually one of the things that our staff, you know, our staff thread was, was uh, really busy about is like, Mm -hmm. what, what are we going to do when we're not like on the court, right? Because they, they've got these blocks of three hours where that's for lifting and court time. And then other than that, you can't really get on the court. So we're going to have a lot of downtime. And and so, you know, we talked about movie nights. Uh, Everybody's brought books. And so we're going to, you know, try to read these books and then exchange books if anybody has a a good recommendation. Got cards. Um, We've got Monopoly. We've got chess boards. Uh, What else did we bring?
0: Man, you want to divide a team? Bring monopoly, AP. That's, that's at your own risk, there.
1: <laughs> listen, listen. Everything we do is competitive. Okay, And we're gonna talk trash, and at the end of the day, it's all good. But that's that's what it's all about. Anything we can do to compete um, against each other. I don't know if they're gonna have ping pong tables or whatever, but like I'm, I'm in it. I'm all for it. I think cornhole is another thing we've. I think the league is gonna provide, and we talked about bringing. So yeah, it's it's serious. It's gonna be serious off the court. Um, but I think that's really the the kinds of things and activities that. bring teams together. So we're looking forward to it.
0: Absolutely. And, uh, uh, we're looking forward to watching you guys from out here. Uh, of course I wish that I could be there in the bubble with you guys, but, uh, you know how the circumstances are, they are, they are what they are. Uh, AP man, I appreciate the time as always, man, good talking to you and, uh, good luck with the, with the shortened season. Good luck with the bubble here.
1: Thank you, Nick. As always, you are tremendous. We wish you were in the bubble with us as well, but um, but you know, I know you'll be keeping an eye on us and and we look forward to seeing you on the other side.
0: Absolutely.